0: every year I've been enjoying one every I think JT has the same haircut that uh, Javier Bardem had in uh, No Country for Old Men. He sort of looks mm. a bit like a serial killer. If yep. he wasn't such a good bloke, yep. you imagine he's probably massacred a thousand prostitutes already. Yeah.
1: I had big raps on Damien Cook early this year. Successful origin series. He's made the kangaroos I was well.
0: complimenting him early, to be fair, but M- um, mainly his
1: moustache. You know what I have noticed about the women's game is their is hairstyles. You're going to have long hair mm. and play the game. You're going to have to keep it pretty tight, but... I'd like to see him go the next level and
0: shave the head. So you just want 34 baldies out there in or the at women's at least game. one or two in the halves. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of The Voluntary Tackle, the only NRL podcast that has managed to retain its coach for more than four and a half minutes. I'm your host, Eamon Brown, and today on the show we'll be discussing all of the late-breaking news in the world of NRL. <coughs> it's off-season, but first... I am joined by the only man who, at the age of 27, thought Moby Dick was a venereal disease. Of course, I refer to Chip Jones. Well, it's cleared up. Well, There's that's cli- I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's cleared up. Um,
1: so this is what happens when you put it out there too much. Is that what it is? Yeah, you it's can actually, overuse. You can, is you can yeah. Right. It, it, it wears a bit thin.
0: So what came first? Was it the disease or the, uh, the giant whale out of uh, literary fiction?
1: Oh, look, mate, you know, it's, I don't like to... That's what they call yours, isn't it? A venereal
0: disease. So, no, the giant whale out of uh, literary fiction. Well, I'm, I'm glad you've brought this up. I, I can't read. We're probably going to have to kick off the show, mate, uh, with some late-breaking news. One, Wayne Bennett, the sage, that's sort of the Mr Miyagi character of the NRL, been around south. for a long time. Well, yes, exactly. He's heading south to mm. Souths. Mm. Uh, what do we make of that move? It's well,
1: some. He's breathing. It it, 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 really makes me wonder: Is Seabold going to end up at the Broncos? Do you, do you ever used to watch that show Wife Swap? I, I, I really loved that
0: that <laughs> show, but I couldn't get. I,
1: could, I, tried to get
0: on. Right. Okay. But
1: um, No one would take her.
0: Which is weird. Which is weird because you weren't ever married as well. Well, I, who you are know, you trying to trade? Well, you, Well, I've got this arrangement. Mm. So,
1: on, on a Friday when I get my pay packet, I go down to uh, my local uh, shop.
0: <laughs> this is going down a very dark and, rabbit hole.
1: Uh, I hire myself a wife for the weekend. And I thought, you know what, maybe I can save a few dollars and upgrade on the wife swap. Nice. Just take her in.
0: And so, you are trying to trade your prostitute. Is that what you were trying to well, do? I was trying to trade. Up trade. I was okay. trying to up trade it. Up trading It's like a really nefarious stock market. Yeah. Well, it's a, certainly it's a weird life you live, Chip. I have well, to admit, but um, I certainly want to hear more about it. Not right now, because it, let's face it, has very little to do, doesn't it? Yeah. The, the game of rugby league. So we'll leave it in the corner for the moment. Okay. Don't worry. Off air, we'll have a, uh, we'll, we'll get a shrink onto that. Um, but no, with Wayne Bennett, this is a, a very interesting situation, and, and we've talked about this on the show before, Chip, and I think. The big quandary we have is, sure, he's old. Sure, he's a bit of a cunt. Mm. Um, he's grumpy all the time. But one thing you can't criticise Wayne Bennett for is his coaching record. Now, the guy is a fairly undisputed king of coaching. Only, arguably, Craig Bellamy might come close to him, Robbo down the track maybe. But for, to be in the game for as long as he has and to have had the amount of success he has mm. makes you think there's something weird going on that people are wanting to punt this guy. Clearly, he's not thinking about retiring. He's heading to Souths. What is it that Wayne Bennett is going to bring to the club down there at South Sydney? Well, look, I think, you know, looking into his past is, is a good
1: place to start, you know, trying to understand where he's coming from. I, th- I think having the whole of Queensland to pick players
0: from has helped. Brisbane were essentially the Maroons there pretty for a much, while, weren't they? Pretty
1: much, yes, they were. And they so, didn't win
0: every year, which is kind of a slight on the Maroons. You know, last time uh,
1: Bennett came down south uh, to Cogra. Uh, He started strong um, and then he kind of faded, which, you know, I'm not sure if that's a Saints, um, that's typical of... Um, No, it's kind of what they do. It's It's what what you'd probably
0: call their modus operandi. It's how they roll. Um, They love sort of taking the premiership out um, pre-season and then fading pretty quickly after sort of the round three, four part of the competition but uh, maybe maybe
1: I could ask you a question and, and uh, well this is unusual you know Wayne Bennett being the coach that he is yes do you think he can go one better than Seabold and have the Rabbitos lose to the Roosters in the grand final this this coming season
0: well I'll tell you you've got to set your ambition they've got to be lofty ambitions oh, nice. and uh, I think that uh, on his wall at home Wayne Bennett probably has a picture in his mind so he has a mental mind map on his wall it's getting weird um Of South Sydney losing to the Roosters. Mm. I think that's his aspiration. That's a high watermark. It is. I mean, he can't expect to beat the Roosters. He wants to be be Melbourne, basically. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, he wants to be the Melbourne of 2019. Um, He wants to be humiliated in the greatest, biggest game of the year. Could he have gone to Melbourne? No, because they've got Craig Bellaby, who uh, is probably the greatest coach of the modern era. We have to sort of concede that. Although, again, he's had a lot of Queensland to choose from as well, hasn't Mm. he? Mm. He's yet to pick from that nursery. And, and it's interesting, Chip, because we obviously are very intelligent listeners and uh, we threw out a poll. We wanted to know mm. what our listeners thought of Wayne Bennett heading to south. So we okay. asked, what will Bennett bring to the South Sydney Rabbitohs? Uh, we gave them four options, so we tried to be a bit prescriptive because we don't want to get too many weird options. Who, who picked these options? Uh, well, probably me, I don't know. It was you, um, wasn't it? Now,
1: the options mm. were wisdom superannuation yeah wisdom's a shit one superannuation yeah that's funny
0: Alzheimer's disease that's great or a premiership don't see it and 56% of people went with Alzheimer's so do you think it's this kind of ageism aspect Chip that has seen Wayne Bennett depart the Broncos are they just against him because he's fucking old is what I'm saying
1: well, why else could they be against him? I mean, it's not like he hasn't...
0: Because he's a cunt?
1: Well, yeah, but they
0: don't seem to mind that at Queensland. Yeah, you're right, they're from... I mean, this is the club that hailed Justin Hodges as mm. one of the best players. So, you're right, they have no problem with cunts. Well, what I guess that the interesting thing about this is they're getting sea bowled and Souths are getting a C-bomb. Do you think that that sort of plays into uh, the mind games between the two clubs? It may do. I think it'll come down to who finishes higher. Do you think that it, there should be a show where South set up something uh, with the Broncos and they do the wife swap thing, they mm. do the coach swap, mm. but the, the twist is that each coach has to live the life of, of the other guys? So Seibold has to go up to Brisbane... Um, and fuck up his marriage and, and go on a bender with some young trollop. No, that's a
1: shit idea, really. I, do, I, I don't think that would, that would be very interesting. Oh, yeah.
0: well, we have a bit of a treat on the show today. Uh, we're actually joined by the very uh, funny Queensland-based comic Rob Brown. I certainly hope I've got that right, Chip. I, I assume he's from Queensland. Uh, I just feel like that's in the deep recesses of my mind. Rob Brown, it's a volunteer tackle here, mate. Welcome to the show. Thanks for the invite. That's all right, buddy. Now, look, uh, we know you're a bit of a league fan, Rob. Uh, and obviously a very yes. funny man as well. Um, we thought it would be a good opportunity to get you on the show. And I think I want to start this way because I'm not sure if it's going to be a love-hate relationship or not. Um, but we want to know who you support, Rob. I actually, for the record, don't know who that is.
1: He wanted to know before you came on, actually. uh, I support the
0: Broncos. Okay, goodbye, Rob. No, I'm kidding, mate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, mate. A lifelong fan, or how did that start? No, no, I was was a Look, I was uh, was born in
2: the Shire, so I have uh, an affinity for the Sharks. Left very early. um, Fell in love with Rugby League when I was about 12, when the Parramatta Eels were on fire, so I followed the Eels for a long time. Um, and then Jared Hain happened, and that made the switch easier. Mm. So I'm good. Okay, so uh, see you later.
0: Well, that, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It's like when um, someone you're really fond of gets some kind of horrible disease, and in this case, of course, it's Jared Hain. It's Jared Hain,
2: and you go, well, this is this is neither uh, curable nor terminal, so uh, I best depart.
1: Mate, uh, were you aware that Jared's heading to the Saints next year? Uh, that's that's bad news for the Saints. That's another bad buy. Well, well my uh, next my next question was if he went to the Broncos, would you would you still be a Broncos fan, or would you have to go
0: back to I the? Could, I
1: could not see the Broncos ever <laughs> buying Jared Hay. That is
2: just not. I, I could not see that in their wheelhouse somehow.
0: Mate, what well, Rob? What if they uh, they bought him deliberately just to sacrifice him on the field, like Joan of Arc? Well, look, I'd pay money for that. You That'd know, be fantastic. Um, I, think, I think we all would. You'd see memberships you know? go through the roof. I think. <laughs> well, mate, we're going to get a
2: big enough following up here. I mean, but listen, if you're going to publicly fly and hang uh Hayne, then uh, I'm sure people
1: have watch it. All oh, metaphorically, obviously. Well, I think you'd uh you could do a membership drive where if you you know paid your membership, you could vote for what kind of execution we give him. <laughs>
0: I think he just go back to the US and embarrass himself again.
1: Wasn't that a shocker?
0: By embarrassment. Oh, mate. Be to generous. be fair to him, he had a, a fairly good game in fifth grade uh, for about four minutes. Uh, that's that's not to be sneezed at. You're right. I, I think uh, I think taking the time out of your day to sneeze at it gives it more <laughs> that it's worthy of. Uh, so uh, I, I think
2: you think a lot higher
0: of it than I do. Rob, uh, it brings us to the next point, mate. Uh, now, there's a lot of, um, what would you call them, crisis merchants in the game. There's a lot of negativity around the NRL. And uh, here yes. on the podcast, we love to be a part of that, frankly. Um, so we yeah. want to know, uh, what gripes do you have with the NRL? Oh, look, I, um, I, have a, I have a lot of
2: gripes with the NRL. I have gripes mainly with, mainly with touch judges. I think, um, I think if you go to the bunker, because you didn't see if someone put their foot out, which is basically your fucking job um <laughs> you
0: uh you should maybe just give it a miss give it a miss do you um, think that like touch judges almost shouldn't be a thing now because i can't think i know in the 80s it, and the 90s we they don't had even a perfect
2: referees on the field anymore hmm. we could control it all from the bunker wizard of oz style there could just be a giant fucking who to go off when there's that's a, penalty a great and idea everyone could just turn and face the screen and
1: see who the colonel has decided has fucked up at this moment. Might be a really nah, good way man, we could uh, use those flame torches that they used to have down the back of the field. You know, just erupt some flame. Like yeah. It's, instead it's, of getting a ten minute sideline, you get a third degree burn on your left side or something. Exactly. We could we could torture them at will.
0: It sounds very Roman Coliseum and I'm certainly for it, Rob. Don't get I mean that's yeah, a great well, idea. like so you Well that's where we're heading. It Quite is where we're going. Officials. You're right, because at the moment, essentially, the, the bunker sort of is controlling things, isn't it? I think we've got that human element out there just to make people feel good about the game, but he doesn't do anything. Is
2: there to blow a whistle? We don't need that. We can have a whistle come over the speakers, and th- this is this is the future of our, the future of everything. I mean, I just I just worked. I just went and bought some stuff from Woolworths. I now work the cash register. I now have a job there. So <laughs> I, I, everything's automated.
0: We don't we don't need them. If you've scanned enough items you may have actually accrued enough of a wage to earn a profit.
2: Well, look, if you, if you use the self-service lines properly, uh, as I do, I always find them far cheaper than going through where the ladies are because they
0: they scan everything. They do, and, mate. Um, <laughs> and,
1: uh, There's that cheeky they're non-scan. Very they're very thorough. And,
2: uh, and they almost never buy as many onions as i managed to buy i bought about 18 kilos of onions which is weird
0: but cheap surprisingly cheap amazing and those onions looked a lot like double a batteries rob we have to say um <laughs> i think i see a lot of them on ebay um everything yeah Mate, um, look, we have to ask you about this. There's a lot of uh, musical chairs going on in the coaching world in, in the NRL. Uh, but sp- oh I think God. the most awkward thing at the moment is uh, the plight of one Trent Barrett, who appears to be employed at the Manly Seagulls to do fuck all. Do you have any particular opinions about that? Uh, well, I think he's, he's done a superb job of doing that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I can't see why he couldn't do that for another 12 months.
2: I um, I I think he has. Uh, yeah, look, look, I do feel. I, I whenever I see the image of Trent Barrett in my head, the sound of that song, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend," starts up, and uh, it's sad. I think, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if
0: Trent deserves that. He's uh, yeah, you know. I'm, I, the only way that could make it better is if Nathan Brown turned up and slapped him across the face again. That would be uh, <laughs> the only way that could make it funnier for me. This is, this is absolutely hilarious. May, but, may, so. Maybe you do that sort of once around or something. Nathan Brown could be yeah. paid by the Eagles yeah. just to physically <laughs> abuse Trent Barrett. Every,
2: uh, every Manly Dragons game, Trent gets slapped in the face. It's... Uh, yeah, just for old time's sake, not for
1: violence. It's so sad. what do you think some of the conversations might be like uh, at Manly next year? It could be like, uh, you know, Trent, mate, I'll, I'll have a flat white one, Sugar. Uh, we've got some photocopying. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. mate you know yeah, those water bottles Gico, I, just, I just had this washed when you parked it um
2: yeah it could be it could be any of it could be any of those conversations it really could it really could be. um
0: yeah, but but yeah. on a on a very serious note rob um, if you could be any animal eating an nrl player which animal would you be and which player would you eat
2: oh, oh look i um what animal maybe maybe a kangaroo and uh because they're the most uh, violent of all Australian animals. I and know. I would probably be eating, I'd probably eat,
1: Jamie Lyon jumps into my mind. Oh, know, that's I a mean, mouthful.
0: Anymore. Can I just tell uh, you something, Rob? Uh, the idea of watching a David Attenborough where a kangaroo was mercilessly eating Jamie Lyon, um, <laughs> it, it, it almost makes me cream, to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah. And you could see the YouTube, the reason I'm of that is you could see the YouTube uh, headline which would be kangaroo kills lion and, and you'd just
1: go fuck this is, I've got to watch that. And, uh, It'd be better and than you be, thought. And then just be so disappointed. Like that time I rented that movie Snatch. Fucking nothing like
0: it. <laughs> Very misleading. I think if you're going to have titles, fucking use them. Uh, Rob, last question mate. Um, if there was one rule change you'd implement in the NRL, what would it be?
2: Um. Okay, I think when it comes to state of origin Well, two things actually When it comes to state of origin, anything goes mm. anything, anything short of knifing someone yep. in an origin, I think
0: So just to on, be and clear even, And depending
2: on how you knife them, it could even
0: be allowed So if you had, say, a wrench Which I think probably comes in just marginally lower than a knife You could use it's, that yeah. on the field You could use that,
2: it's an origin It's origin, it's... it's uh, it's got to be. It's got to be it's,
0: that's what it's about. It's Wouldn't that be? A, that would be can, amazing. Yeah. That opening kickoff, that hit when someone's just got a sack full of doorknobs. Man, <laughs> I, I remember. I
2: remember going. Here's, here's something. I don't mean to be serious, but I went to um, an Origin game with uh, Queensland Police Academy versus New South Wales Police Academy. It was very early '80s. It was at Lang Park. I'm sitting
1: in the outer there. Beautiful. The ball kicked off. There was one tackle. It just fucking erupted. <laughs> um, <laughs> They finally, got them, they finally got them separated. Next angle, boom, fuck erupted again, right? Watching coppers punch fuck out of each other, but what was about 18 minutes until the ref called it off was probably the most fun I've ever That's had. That's fantastic. Uh, even as a child. That was, that was amazing. Here's
2: my other rule change. I think I would like to approach rugby league clubs and go. I could make your most cheap, your cheapest seats in the venue the most expensive by simply letting people keep the ball if it goes in the crowd, like mm. I.E. baseball. Yep. You know.
0: Like, that's you a fantastic idea.
2: Bo- if you let people keep the ball, I mean, the ball's cost them fucking nothing. It's got sponsorship all over it anyway. but someone will fucking, they'll support that. Kick it into the crowd. They catch it in the crowd. It's fucking yours to take home.
0: I love the it's idea, amazing. Rob. I love it, and you know what's so simple about it is, if a play that no one likes, uh, for example, like Cherry Evans, kicks the ball into the crowd, no one will touch it, yeah. and then they can actually reuse that if they want to. I was I was at a Dodgers game in LA. I
2: was there, and uh, I'm not sure who, which team it was. It might have been the Yankees or the, um, uh, might have been the Diamondbacks. Actually, hit hit a home run. Right, they hit it up into the stands. Someone in the stands caught it, but because it'd been the opposition hitting it over the fence for a home run. It just sort of fucking lobbed back onto the field. <laughs> and I was like, so, so, oh, how fucking cool is that? That's amazing. That, that is the ultimate, nah, fucking, Yeah, I'll, I'll get an Take get your own one.
0: fucking ball, mate. I don't want <laughs> I'll get the next one. Rob, mate, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. We really appreciate your time. And uh, before you go, oh, mate, is there anything, very much. yeah, no worries, anything you want to plug? Where are you, got, where are you playing next?
2: So we'll do loads of sports clubs, footy clubs and stuff like that. If you're looking for a great comedian, jump onto corporatecomedians.com.au. We'll be able to help you out. There you
0: go. Oh, yeah. Very funny man, Chip. Uh, well, I'm surprised
1: when we asked him uh, which animal he'd be and who he'd kill, he didn't go for the sharks as the animal because that's a pretty lethal apex predator to go with. Mm. Although maybe um, he
0: wanted a slow death. Maybe kangaroo. he wanted to go
1: a bit slower. And the kangaroos have been in the news.
0: Yes. I'm not sure they eat people, but they certainly fuck you up. Oh, they'll fuck you up big time. Yeah. Um, in S- fact, they should never really be our national faunal emblem because they're kind of assholes, are oh,
1: Well, some would argue that's... I mean, uh, emus that friendly? They, they can be pretty, no. pretty fucking rough as well, can't bastards. they? Yeah. Bastards. Yeah.
0: Cassowaries? Bastards. Thank God they're endangered. On that, I actually thought that uh, Rob would go with a giraffe killing Dally Cherry Evans, because he kind of looks a bit like a giraffe. He does look a bit giraffe-like, And it might he? have been, yeah, like giraffe on giraffe.
1: Not as quick, but... No,
0: no, no, yeah. near as, no one near as talented. In fact, I'd say Cherry probably has a longer neck. Now, uh, we're talking Trent Barrett, Chip. Um, now, this mm. is a very... Uh, uh, Trent Barrett is essentially Australia's favourite orphan at the moment, because um, he has no job, Chip. I mean, technically he works for Manly, um, but they've sort of employed a new coach now in Des Hasler, uh, and are denying Trent Barrett a release. And it makes me think, I mean, when this poor bugger hands someone a business card, I'm assuming it just now has his name on it and the words help me mm. or something like that because... Has
1: head coach scratched out?
0: Yeah, itched off because yeah. yeah. he can't afford to buy yeah. new business cards. Well, that was my
1: next uh, question for you. Was mm. Is he, is he going to be getting the same weekly or monthly
0: salary or if they actually... I think it, they'd make him earn it. I think they'd change the commission structure. So before yep. he might have been uh, earning a potentially large amount of money if the mm. Eagles uh, were winning matches, uh, but now that he's not head coach, obviously that incentive structure is mm. sort of out of play now. Mm. Um, so it might be built into whatever the new job they have him doing, which at the moment no one knows what it's going to Maybe it'll Do
1: change y- week to week. Could be, you know, Trent. We've got some busted uh, pipes down there for the sewerage, mate. Can you dig a trench, Trent? Right.
0: For us. So do you think they might just get him do sort of odd jobs? Odd jobs could be, mate.
1: Uh, can we get uh, eight flat whites, six cappuccinos, mm. a couple of sugars? Right. Uh, Trent, you know, by the way, mate, when you're done, um, you know, could be photocopying, could right. be fixing some office furniture.
0: Is Trent really qualified for any of that stuff?
1: Well, I think, you know, when you're Trent, you've got to try, you know. You've got to show up every day and be positive. You've got to, mm. you know, keep a smile on your face.
0: Do you think he would become, as irate? after, uh, say, a photocopy jam, um, mm. as he was when he was a coach and the, the Eagles lost. Remember, he used to become... He didn't take losses well, Trent. Mm. He used That's to blame right. the other team a lot, all the refs. Mm. Apparently, Manly were never at fault. Um, w- potentially, he might take that kind of attitude into his odd jobs. Into
1: the photocopier room, yeah. Mm.
0: I mean, who would he blow up at if he was doing the plumbing, for example, and you know he, he hit a pipe and suddenly mm. just got a face full of turds? Yeah. I mean, who would he blame? Well, I mean, maybe he could backtrack where the turd came from.
1: Right. Reverse try engineering. Trying blame the, the person. I mean, maybe some genetic testing.
0: Right. So whichever anus it came from, track them down.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's going to take a Look, lot of time. Look, it's probably going to be Cherry Evans, and like he can't touch him now. No. You know, he's going to be well above his pay grade.
0: Dude, the irony there is that Cher- even Cherry Evans's turds would probably have a higher pay grade than most of the players. Yeah, they'd probably be... Uh, I mean, they're definitely more valuable than... Trent's input. Mm, they'd uh, be getting third-party agreements.
1: So, Cherry's output yes, is quite literally
0: is, uh, better than yeah. Trent's input. I mean, he's been getting paid for on the field for to the basically turning out complete shit. So, why not off the field?
1: Well, you know, I, I'll never forget him just, you know, not even talking to the players uh, at half-time. Well, th- was it the Roosters they were playing? I forget who it was. but Probably was, was, probably smashing it. They, they were getting smashed. Look, I'm not sure. I, I kind of think it'd be interesting to see um, Trent you know, let's fill the water bottles properly, you know. Can we have, you know, 4.8 parts water to 0.28 parts pineapple and orange juice? Like, not to get too fine a point on it, but just get a little bit of sugar in there, you know, get the get the water-happening Trent. like, you know.
0: So you want to see him become the water boy a la Adam Sandler well in the late 90s? let's get him
1: focusing on something. Yeah, okay. You know, he's gone from a marquee half to basically um, a
0: lollipop coach, really. Okay. I feel like he needs he needs a hand, the poor bloke. Right. He's, okay, fair enough. You know, basically, the Eagles are saying, let's fuck this You're guy over. You're bleeding hard, aren't you? A little bit. Mm. They're saying, Trent Barrett, we don't like him. Mm. He doesn't like us. Mm. How do we fuck him over the most? Yep. Uh, I'll tell you what, he wants a release. We won't give it to him. Mm. But what we will do is we'll hire another coach mm. and let him spend his life in limbo. Yep. Um, so it's now a case of what can Trent Barrett do to keep his mind active? A bit like when you're in Shawshank or Mm -hmm. something. If you're in a a small cell, um, you'll slowly go mad, like Mm. when you're in the hole. Maybe that's Um, what they want. I think that's what they're aiming for. So let's help Trent out, because I know he listens to the show, Uh um, with uh, jobs that he can do around the club. Now, we've already mentioned some odd jobs, which are fine, but I don't think... They're going to sort of keep him mentally stimulated for too
1: often. Okay, a couple of things. Firstly, yeah. let's start um, decreasing the wattage in his light globes consistently mm-hmm. every week so just room gets darker and darker. Then what I'd like to do um, is play some really creepy music like late at night for okay. him. Okay. Are him you
0: trying to send him mad or make him less mad? Well, hear me out. And,
1: okay. then, and, and then I'd like to encourage him to play solitaire and just take a couple of cards out. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, so you basically want him to top himself. Well, you know, You're the not, opposite of the bleeding heart. I'm not saying you? we gaslight him necessarily,
1: no, but you know, like it could it could, yeah. could could be a way to go. Well,
0: it's very Chairman Mao of you. Thank um, you. I mean, look, okay, let's, let's put that down as a maybe. All right, we'll write it down on the pencil. Pencil it in. Put a line through that. Um, all right, so what could he do around the club? Maybe uh, make him listen to DCE, make it laugh at all of his jokes, because yep. obviously DCE is a fairly unpalatable kind of guy. Yep. Um, and one thing that he could do is potentially bear the brunt of all of DCE's unpleasantness. It's and
1: not easy. I mean, most yeah. of the Australian team,
0: you could see, they, they didn't really celebrate much with DCE. They didn't They're like, did they? yeah, you scored. You're got, well done, Dally. And then they had that sort of gentleman clap. Yeah, you yeah know, kind like, of a tap on the back. Yeah. No big hugs kind of for him. No way. No way. Even when he was playing well. I did you mm. notice in game three in Queensland, when he had a blinder, they weren't that happy. They weren't actually that happy, hmm. so there is something going on there. Look, that's just an idea. Um, what about uh, warming up the crowd? Maybe Trent Barrett. Yeah, warm up. great. Yeah, although that won't be easy because there's only about nine of them now. Can we get him in up. the
1: mascot um, setup? Can we get him wearing
0: a big, big eagle, a is big there, sea eagle? I can't even picture what the big eagle mascot looks like.
1: I think there is one. Yeah, big big beak on it runs out with right. you know a jersey, and it's a big white. Siegel. With lots of feathers and
0: stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. I just assumed that because obviously Manly's quite a racist place, they just tarred and feathered a black
1: man. I mean, if that's what you want to go for. I, I tend to want to leave racism like well alone on air. It's tough in hey, Manly, if mate. If you want to go there, then yeah. that's It's that's part that's of great. the fabric. It's yeah. part of
0: the fabric. What about if he became Des Hasler's barber? But hear me out. Okay. He's only responsible for the follicles that's contained within the mullet. So he okay. leaves the wrists of the hair alone. Yep. And his entire job next year.
1: Maybe it could be treatment. You could just apply some treatment okay. to the mullet.
0: He could do it every once with it.
1: Actually get you know, make sure it's glossy, mm. it's bouncy. Could he streak it?
0: Like you know, in the nineties so that was popular, the mm. frosted tips. Yeah. But maybe. Just in the mullet. Maybe
1: he could get he could get you know, it maybe there's just a section of the hair you could start mm-hmm. with. Yep. And um, the undergrowth. Yeah. Maybe just, just the underneath so it's it's not open for the public and Des could, you know. Uh, review.
0: Um, what else could he do, mate? Could he um, mow, uh, the mow the grass? Okay, I mean, someone's to got to do to that. Be the greenkeeper. They
1: could get a ride on mower, and just you know, it's broken down, mate. Here's the old push.
0: You know those old push mowers. Oh yes, yeah, so you wouldn't but even give him one of the ride-ons. No, no, no,
1: you just give him the push mower.
0: I think there's a chance he might fuck all that up. To be honest, it's possible. Trent, because he's a bit of an airhead. Mm. At the end of the day, yeah, um, he'd probably get his chlorophyll levels wrong pH levels, he'd probably kill off the in-goal area. So
1: maybe they could get him actually like mowing the lawn on the practice field, but like the second tier practice field, so yeah. they
0: don't actually need it. But yeah, so I think it's too much pressure. I'd go maybe third tier under nines, under nines field. Yeah, the yeah. but the third tier squad. You know, the could they could they made get up him of the diff kids?
1: Maybe he could be the assistant re- uh, assistant coach for like the under eights or something. You mm. can get him just just helping out.
0: Again, I just worry it's too much pressure. You
1: know, bring in the jerseys. I
0: think. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think. We've actually made his situation worse mm. here right tonight, doing yeah. this podcast. Oh, yeah.
1: So it's become a bit of uh, a Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, no coach is safe, no king is safe. You know, how like you're trying to get seven kingdoms together? Try doing it with like you know what, sixteen NRL teams. So that's that's a struggle. We've got coaches lying dead everywhere, like left, right, and centre. It's almost like a red wedding of coaches.
0: Mm. You know what I love about you choosing Game of Thrones for the analogy is Jeff Toovey is very much like King Joffrey. I think ah. it works pretty well.
1: I was going with uh, Tyrion Lannister. But
0: but w- what is going on at the moment, Shiv? I mean, this is probably unprecedented levels of coach swapping, that at the moment. So obviously we had the breaking news today about Wayne Bennett Coming down the south, Anthony Seibold's going up to Brisbane. Ivan Cleary's going to go to Penrith. Mm. Uh, Trent Barrett's going fucking nowhere. And then we've got David Ferner, who's going to south just for one year, Chip.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, uh, h- how do you feel? I mean, what, what's your motivation to get a job somewhere else?
0: I assume so. You go, I'm going to make this year really good so that when they ask me to leave, they're going to feel bad about it. Yeah, but Bennett... It's the best David Ferner can hope for. And then, of course, you got Michael Maguire going to the Tigers. That's a mistake. And I just wonder at the moment if the NRL's got this all asked about foot, and, and essentially they're doing the uh, you know the equivalent of speed dating, but mm. they're doing it at the coaching level. And I'm thinking maybe it's not such a bad idea, Chip. Maybe uh, you know the NRL's onto onto a winner here um, because you know speed dating is it's meant to be quite a fun activity. Yep. Could there be a case where they say? A coach can only be at a club for, say, four rounds. Yeah. He's got to fuck off somewhere else.
1: Well, it's an interesting strategy. One, one thing that pops to mind for me is that if you look at the, the way the season finished this year with uh, the Roosters and Melbourne on top, I think they're probably the two most um, secure coaches in the game at the moment with Trent Robinson mm. uh, and Craig Bellamy. So everyone else is kind of up for grabs, really. Did you ever think Wayne Bennett would be up for grabs, though?
0: I never thought that'd be the case.
1: It's been coming all year. I mean, we've been talking about it a bit this year. But mm. if you went back four or five years, I think um, what we look It's almost disrespectful to Wayne for me. A little because, bit, Because, yeah. you know, he's, he has been a, a, an excellent coach. He's been, a,
0: if, I, if I may, an ornament to the game.
1: He has been an ornament. He doesn't move much. Yeah, he's almost inanimate now. Yeah, he? he's, he's inanimate. That's right. But he, but again, it can be made, you know, you can make the case to say he's kind of like the Malman Inga of uh, Brisbane.
0: Oh, that's just insulting.
1: Because he's had such excellent players for such a long time. I mean, he couldn't really, you know, I mean, he'd be pretty shit to lose, you know.
0: I, I'm wondering, has there ever been a year that Wayne Bennett's missed a final series? Since 1988 or whatever he's been coaching. I don't think so. But if you, if you actually put... You might have missed one with, with, uh, with St George or with Newcastle. With St George or Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, he's done a trip to Newcastle too. Yeah, That's got true. Got them to a preliminary final. Yeah. Well, I've got a question. I mean, look, this on this whole musical quote coaching, this musical cheers of coaching, um, what if we went in another direction here and mm. we didn't even have coaches mm-hmm. and we just said every four weeks a fan takes over? Wow. So there's a ballot um say we're both in it and you know we want to be coaching the roosters obviously that comes up and they say chip between the rounds of eight and 12 next year you're going to be the coach of the sydney roosters mm-hmm. do you think that would make it a better competition or a worse one make it better for me you'd enjoy it wouldn't you um that's for sure
1: yeah well, what tactics a- would you bring into the roosters? i'd give it a go for four four weeks or so um Oh look I'd, I'd I'd probably be one of those guys that would just want to um, keep Trent on as my assistant coach and just watch and learn really. I got a lot of respect for him. I mean if I was gonna you've go You've got to all that
0: power though, Chip. Yeah. Sure, you're gonna you've got the levers there. Yep. I refuse to believe for a second that mm. you're not gonna pull a few levers.
1: I'd be pulling a few levers, don't worry about that, but I don't think I'd be changing the team very much. Right. Yeah. I'd my, my lever pulling would be um kind of hanging out with Nick. Right. Uh, on the weekends and talking about, you know, let's go and have a good time, buddy. Talking about let's, the books. Let's go spend some money. Yeah, let's, let's talking um, about
0: completely legal books. Comple- completely
1: legal drug taking. Yep. Completely. I get the
0: legal. feeling you'd make some pretty drastic changes. I reckon you'd go, mm, I'm sick of this red, white and blue. Let's go for fluorescent green and brown. Yeah, see, uh,
1: I really don't think you should have had that extra beer.
0: I think you're the type that would make that kind of drastic change. Yeah,
1: yeah. mm. You're talking about the red, white and blue, mate. I mean, it's a bit below the belt. (laughs) Fluoro green and brown, I mean, fuck me. But you're a
0: man of change. You're a change agent, I would say. I think you're you're you're
1: trying to fit me into a box that's... But I think you're outside of that box, to be uh, fair. I just don't go into that box, mate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll turn it on myself. If I was given four weeks at the helm of the rooster, What would you do? I'd sack everyone and just Mm -hmm. have midgets. Okay. And purely, not because I think, oh, I want the Roosters to win and midgets mm-hmm. are the way. Yep. I'd think, I just have to see what that game looks like. Yep. I want to see 17 elite athletes mm. versus 17 midgets. Oh, yeah. If anyone is interested in laughing their ass off on a Twitter feed, they need to go and follow the NRL roast. Have you been on this one, Chip?
1: That's a funny fucking dude, man. I don't know who who the NRL roast is, but put up some some quite. In in fact, looking here, I think he he may have made or or she um, may have made an addendum to our poll here oh, with a um, an option E. And, and what's uh, he added?
0: Darius Boyd. Well, option that makes e. a lot of sense. Doesn't that's it? that's excellent. I think I think I think
1: we might have to put a put a put a, <sighs> a bit of a
0: i bit annoyed at myself, I didn't think of that, to be honest. Yeah, but you're a dick. Yeah, he's stolen, he's stolen I mean, my thunder, but that's okay. You
1: came up with, uh, what did you come up with? Wisdom. Well, I came up with Over- all of them. Overrated. Wisdom's overrated, mate. Is it? Never got anyone anywhere.
0: Certainly hasn't got our show anywhere, although we've never tried it, have we? Wisdom. Mm. Uh, but no, honestly, this is Sounds a... Sounds like me. It's a very funny feed, so big shout out to the NRL roast. If any uh, NRL fans are listening, and I hope you are, because you're in the wrong show if you're not... And while we're on the shout-out queue, um, The Biggest Tiger and Sports Best Friends, fantastic show. Uh, If you're into an NRL show that, uh, well, it doesn't... I wouldn't say it takes no prisoners. It's the opposite of that. What is the opposite of takes no prisoners? Releases them, Takes prisoners.
1: I guess you'd you'd be taking prisoners. You'd
0: be taking them, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, it's not Saudi Arabia. Um, So you're right, they'd take prisoners. That makes it sound like they're more nefarious because you know how, like, prisoner of war camps... Sort of. Uh, well, at least referred you could to. get
1: out again one day, maybe.
0: Oh, when you're a fucking anaemic and you have no shoulder blades.
1: But Media Watch Mario is a good bloke. He's a fantastic you know, bloke. Uh, he's 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 been very helpful with our show, giving us some pointers and help helping us out. Yep.
0: Um. And uh, you know that thing he said to you, I, I thought was an uh, absolute masterstroke. Mm-hmm. Remember when he said you should grow that beard, but yep. not on your face, on your back. Yep. Um, and I've got to say, I saw you at the beach the other day. You know, yep. we go swimming every Thursday. It's
1: impressive, isn't it?
0: I, the way you groom it, yeah, I think is what I thought was the most masterful aspect. What I've of had
1: it. to do is get the two mirrors set up and a really long um, handle on a mm. brush.
0: Is that how you do it? Yeah,
1: just to actually get get it all the hair going the same way. Right? Did you? Yeah. How do you get the wax there? I noticed it's you're like waxing a mane.
0: it. Yeah, it is a little bit, but yeah. it, you've almost got it as sort of a hipster style yep. with the little curly bits, yep. and they sort of come around the side of your. Well, I wouldn't say pecs, man boobs,
1: man. Well, let's go with whatever you, whatever you're feeling. But maybe, maybe we could organise like a beach day right. for our listeners to come along and uh, stroke the uh,
0: stroke the man boobs or the or the back beard. Oh, well, whatever it turns you on. Both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? the double up. I like that. Well, it's, uh, we're coming to the end of the show, Chip, and um, look, it's, I would say normally uh, it's okay because we'd probably be back next week, but it, given it's the off-season and there's not a lot of league...
1: Well, it's been interesting. I think we've been more consistent in the off-season the last two weeks than we have pretty much in the whole of the uh, the regular season. We well, have got
0: to start somewhere, mate. Mm. But look, it, it, it gives us to the end of the show, and for, uh, normally, uh, as our regular listeners would know, that uh, I usually finish with some witty remark... Mm. Uh, but for this show, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw it over to you. You're gonna give. Until next time, support people with bacteria. Right, maybe all...
1: the only culture they have.
0: And look, I'll throw in my own wisdom here, Chip. Um, if you ever find a pair of old women's panties on the ground, pick them up and put them into the police because the chances are they were, you know, evidence in a rape.
1: Scientists say the universe is made up of protons, neutrons, and electrons, but they forgot about morons.
0: And Burt Newtons.
1: And Burt Newtons. Stay away from those.
0: <laughs> the Roosters versus the Sharks. Now, as Died in the ball Roosters fans, I know we want the Roosters to win this uh-huh. one. Um, but we're not at home. Oh, then we're fucked. Okay, so we're, we're at sea. Yep. Okay, we've got a rooster and a shark. Yep. How are we going to pull this one out of the fire? How does the rooster create a boil over here? I think we have to basically poison the rooster. Okay. I
1: become, think it's the only way. Become like gangrenous We're going to have to have a draw. We're going to have to die in order to draw the game. Come on. I mean, let's be honest. The rooster's,
0: the rooster's not going to do any damage to a shark
1: in, in the open
0: ocean. Okay, but look, I'm assuming a rooster can swim. Do we know? Or do we think that's wrong, or have we got any evidence to support that? Can roosters fly? No, they can't fly, Not really. but I'm thinking they might be able to swim. Here's, the, here's my question I don't think so. If we can't swim, the shark doesn't even have to fucking turn up. We might be able to float. Okay, a, you know, like a, a, bit. A, a bit like a cork bobbing
1: along. Yeah. You know, right. kicking, kicking on the water yeah, there, by yeah. like keeping our neck above the. But once that shark sees you, I mean, that's going to take one bite. You're gone. What if the rooster in this
0: case, and it is. I a bit, know you want it, I right? Know. But we, we, we're, we're done. What if the rooster in this case, though, Chip, okay. uh, just happened to be hmm. uh, really big friends with Mick Fanning? Okay. And it was his pet chicken Yep And Fanning's out a You reckon
1: Mick's going to jump in And try and punch the shark punch off Punch the shark in the far- yep. I mean he's known for doing it I mean is that a win though For the rooster or
0: It's assisted Maybe he comes off the bench
1: Yep <laughs>